Hello, I'm Shalom. And I'm Courtney. And this is Almost Nerdy. We love sci-fi. We love fantasy. We love all things nerdy. And we are about to spoil this for you, so make sure you've already watched it. Hey guys, welcome back to Almost Nerdy. This is our fourth episode of Black Stories. Yes, it is Black History Month, and this week we are celebrating with Vampires vs. the Bronx. It is a Netflix original movie. It is mm. so cute. Yeah. Uh, as we said in the opener, if you have um, not seen it, we're going to spoil it. So make mm. sure you watch it, especially this one. It's just super cute. Definitely mm. worth a watch. So pause, watch, watch it, and then come yeah. back. Or if you already watch it, just ignore us and yeah. keep listening. Just ignore us. So um, one of the things that we always start with is we like to start at the top and see who, you know, Who's behind the scenes? Yes, we right. see a lot of like people of color on screen and right. we see like a lot of diversity in this movie. Yeah. But who's, you know, who's the director? Who's the writer? Who's the producer? Like yeah. what's going on there? Yeah. Um so this was both written and directed by Oz Rodriguez. Mm. Um you might know him from Last Man on Earth and also he did a lot of SNL skits and mm. things like that. Um mm. but yeah, he's Latinx. So I do feel like we got, like, a lot of Spanish in this movie. Like, a lot of, like, it's very, yeah. um... It's kind of, yeah, uh, it's the the uh, little mayor. Is, yeah. He's oh his black, black Latinx. I think that's, that's yes. the right. Miguel. Um, Miguel, he mm-hmm. is, uh, he's such a great character. I he's love character. little mayor. Yeah. Really well, um, he kind of reminds me of Miles. Morales, yeah. yeah. I was thinking the same yeah. thing. Really cares about me. his neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. yeah it kind of reminds me of that. That's the same vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool, really cool. So we're going to dive into that, but we're going to first take a break. Okay, welcome back. So let's just dive into this movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is what I love, 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 love about this. Right. They have taken a serious topic, gentrification, mm. right. and they made it sci-fi. Like That's pretty cool, right? I love it. And I mean, that's another thing that like mm. we're going to be talking about next week as well because we're right. doing Bad Hair. Um, yeah. That's a Hulu original. Yeah. It's, again, a real topic that they've taken and made it like a sci-fi horror right. type of thing where they're right. taking things that like white people don't mm. consider scary or mm. anything like that or even might consider a good thing. Mm-hmm. In a lot of ways, right? Because I think if you if you speak to a lot of white people, mm-hmm. not all, but they might be like, "Oh, why is gentrification an issue? Mm-hmm. Like, you are improving neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. They're like adding wealth to the neighborhood. Like, right. what? Like, what's so bad about it?" Mm-hmm. I, I think I think the worst thing about gentrification is that it it you you're increasing the the value of the area where where a lot of, you know, poor people live, mm-hmm. right? And then as you increase the value, that means the cost of living there yep. goes up. Mm-hmm. And then eventually the people that originally were there, the poor, then mm-hmm. have to move somewhere else. Yes. So it's kind of, it's it's kind of, it, 
it and that's forces, why it's terrifying forces mig- migration right like mm-hmm. so it's kind of mass migration mm-hmm. and you see that in cities a lot mm-hmm. you know where there are areas in the city where there was i mean there was white flight right mm-hmm. which which happened uh post segregation where black people were moving into white neighborhoods, especially mm-hmm. in the city right mm-hmm. and so a lot of white people ran away to the suburbs and then you had redlining that kind of stopped black people from like getting, you know, uh, getting property mm-hmm. in the suburbs, right? And they actually say that's one of the the biggest wealth, you know, uh, accumulation by white people um, was around that time when a lot of them moved to the suburbs. Mm. So they got houses, they got mm-hmm. then the schools. You got schools, schools get better. The school system that you see today, you, you see that now. You know, with, they actually said property. that the easiest schools to desegregate were schools in cities, in as cities. opposed to suburbs. Right. right, because those white flights, so yeah. white people just left. Right, and then there was also then that next phase, which was a lot like white people moving back into the city, mm-hmm. right, or rather saying. Hey, like we want skyscrapers, we want a, a complex, we want mm-hmm. to make the city make more money for us, right? Mm-hmm. So we're gonna buy out all these even small businesses, mm-hmm. right? We're gonna buy out all these small businesses and basically uh, or force them to sell, and mm-hmm. then we'll build skyscrapers, we'll build hotels, we'll build, you know, a, as cities become more like New York, right? You've got and Philly, you've got international flights, you've got so mm-hmm. they're like, let's add hotels, let's add this. Mm-hmm. And so, so gentrification actually, um, mm-hmm. it's pretty sinister when uh-huh. you think about it. It's very dark, very, very dark. Mm-hmm. And, and there's, there's that element of just wickedness is the best word I can think of. It's, it's, it's very, it's planned out, it's mm-hmm. efficiently done. Mm-hmm. And that's something you see in this movie. Right, this time it's the vampires, right? Yeah, they're showing up and they're like well, from no. the first scene. Right, first scene they they buy out Becky. Right, exactly. and then but they kill her. Yeah, they kill <laughs> I'm her. not saying that's what happens in real life, yeah. but I mean in um like they buy people out, knowing that then right. those people are going to move elsewhere mm-hmm. because now mm-hmm. you've given them wealth and like yeah, in some ways you're like oh, right. but at least they bought her business for like right. somewhere where she can actually go, somewhere where she wants to be, where she can have more wealth. Mm. But at the same time, in the other situation, I'm I'm totally blanking on the guy's name who owns the um who owns the little deli. He's like uh. He his rent gets jacked up, right? And he actually can't afford to mm. do that. And the whole premise of the movie is that mm. Miguel is having this, um, this block party so he can right. raise money, right, to save <laughs> to save this bodega. Like right. he wants to save it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's definitely um, yeah, yeah, gentrification. It it's sinister, and I'm I yeah. like the I like the convo with the vampires. I thought that mm. was a good that was a good storyline yes, to choose. Yes, because vampire what do vampires do? They suck the life out of mm-hmm. it. They're like mm-hmm. so this topic sucks the life right out of out of black communities out of uh, you know POC communities. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, so I thought it was really clever choice of the villain as well as the topic. Yeah. Also, yeah. like, I'm just, like, a sucker for yeah. anything yeah. that's, like, cute goonies. Mm. Like, I'm a sucker for that. Like, yes. I just, the kids they casted were so good. They, they really, were so they're cute. They're really good, yeah. 
and they showed up too. Like they 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 weren't just passengers. Yeah. You know, Miguel Miguel is a is a great character, but the other characters too are, are actually Bobby uh, and Lewis. Louis Louis Grandma is is like <laughs> a gem. Like just like <laughs> oh my gosh, with you're the going demons, to right? With the, like demons <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah, it's very authentic. There's there's an authenticity to just the just the culture in the Bronx, you know, and I love the 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 TV, the streaming app. I I don't know what that was like. What she what she was using, where she uh, oh when she's where, vlogging, where she's vlogging, yeah, 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 and basically just like updating the whole town. Mm-hmm. I think it's Rita. Yeah, where she's she's vlogging and she's just like updating the town about what's happening. Yeah, and I thought that was cool. I love I love that very authentic feeling, mm-hmm. and that was something that I, I wonder if it's like really like it. The movie got a pretty low audience score. Yeah, so I'm I'm very curious how authentic it really is because as I've never lived in the Bronx yeah. and you've never lived in the Bronx. Yeah. So we, we both, so to me, I'm like, wow, this is such a, like an inside look into like what the, the, the Bronx environment, the, uh, the Bronx community, how, what, like, this is the vibe. That's the vibe, right? This is the vibe that they're in, you know? And mm-hmm. as someone from Zimbabwe, like we have our vibe, our way of doing things. And if someone did a movie, that basically was goes like this is what Zimbabwe is, and other people may be like, "Wow, that's so authentic, right?" Mm. And then people who live there can be like, "That's such a bad representation of who we are mm. and what we are about." And so I'm very curious about that. Like I'm very curious. I also wonder if it's just because it's really corny. Like to be honest, it's it's, it's a corny kind movie. Of, it's really corny. It's corny, but it's mm. cute. Like. I feel like there is, like, a time and a place for, like, a serious movie about mm. that. And also, I do wonder how many people might have been, like, seriously, like, you're going to talk about gentrification right now in a vampire right. movie. Like, right. they might just take that. Because also, Bad Hair didn't get, which we're going to talk about next week, mm. Bad Hair didn't get great reviews either. True. And I still thought Bad Hair was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, so, the this movie got 90% from critics. Oh, really? 90%. And... And then... 42% from the audience. That's a, that's a pretty bad score for the audience. Which is, So, it makes me wonder... On Rotten Tomatoes. It, it, on Rotten Tomatoes. It makes me wonder and about, I think, five, 5.6, I think, on IMDb. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes me wonder. I don't really care about IMDb. But, like, it does make me wonder, like, do people... Well, from the Bronx or who have lived in the Bronx, do they look at this and go like, mm. oh my gosh, what a terrible, terrible representation of our culture and, and our vibe and our world, uh, our environment. It's, it's mm. yeah, like I, I can't help but wonder. I can't yeah. help but wonder. I also but don't trust people anymore ever since captain marvel and how people were pre-rating it as they hated it and giving it the most terrible scores ever they had to literally turn her page off Mm. her imdb page off yeah it was pretty bad yeah that's pretty bad so i never trust audiences the audience is yeah it's it's Interesting. Yeah, it's 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 hard. It's hard. There are a lot of times where like the audience will be like, "We love this," and then yeah, you know, 
those we've we've seen a lot of movies like that. Like Hocus recently. Pocus, guys. Hocus Pocus is a is a very silly movie. Right. It deserved its critic score. Right. Yeah. But it was. But it's also like yeah. cult classic at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and it's possible to have a movie that critics will be like, we loved it. Oh my gosh, so well done. Yeah. For the genre and what you're going for. Yeah. But it just might be the wrong time for that. Like, yeah. You're like you're right. Like it might be because there are there are a lot of black people people of color who are like we were just tired of mm. of black pain yeah you know and i i get into that space mm-hmm. you know i get in the space where i'm like i don't want to see i don't want to see like and an yet another like unless if it's like phenomenal mm-hmm. like you know judas and the black messiah like mm. that 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 stuff that you're like i'll, I'll take the movie. pain i'll take the pain because this is it's I was depressed it. for two days after that movie. Yeah. I feel like I'm still feeling it. Shalom and I watched it on Friday. And yeah. it's now Tuesday. And I'm yeah. still, I feel like I'm still feeling that movie was so heavy. Mm, like, yeah. and yeah. hard. Yeah, that was heartbreaking. And, like, such a phenomenal, um, phenomenal p- performance, too. Like, you, you don't see, you don't see a lot of movies that just, like, hit you. Like, it's like... You're like we've seen this before. Like we've we've seen Black mm-hmm. Pain before. We've seen Black people get beaten before, killed before, but you just we just have not never seen it from that perspective. Yeah, you know, just like like Fred Hampton was a legend, such an incredible person. I didn't know that much about him. Yeah, you know, and he's a Black Panther. Just a, for context, the Black Panther lead, one of the Black Panther leaders, mm-hmm. and it was such an interesting, very interesting, just take on the whole situation very like just raw like mm-hmm. i like i felt it i felt I, like i've i've read the story before i read a number of books that mention what happened mm. you know and I, I was still not ready i was not ready for to watch it it, it just wrecked me and uh, daniel kulua and uh lakeith stanfield phenomenal mm-hmm. phenomenal mm-hmm. like oh my gosh like you know, two actors that we like. We you know, love them. You know, get get out and sorry to bother you. Yeah. Like, Which we've just, talked about on this podcast before. Right. Sorry to bother you. Yeah. Right. And so it's, I mean, coming back to vampires, I think, like, people get tired of black pain. But I, mm-hmm. I yes, it's black pain, but it's very different. Gentrification is not something that I've seen in a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, or rather, it, it's almost like an e- easier, um, uh, it's 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 probably more damaging mm-hmm. than anything I I can think of. It's systemic. Um, it's so systemic. You know, yeah, it's because it 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 goes really deep into a mm-hmm. community and it leads to a lot of death. A lot of yeah. you're you're destroying a community from its roots mm-hmm. and and so. But it's easier to watch on a TV screen. You know what I mean? Like, because you're not seeing blood, you're not seeing, you're not hearing mm-hmm. screams. I mean, you're seeing well, there blood, was blood because vampires. But I'm talking <laughs> in the context of black pain. You know? Yes, yes. You know, and and so that's that's something that that is worth thinking about. Like, maybe people are kind of tired of it, of mm. that a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and even the like, even how the vampires were saying like. We picked the Bronx on purpose because, like, no one would care if you guys disappeared. Right. Like, right. it's not a big point, but they said the vampires say it. I think two or three times mm. throughout the movie. Right. So there's also that. Yeah. Did um Did you want to say something about the the police interaction? Remember when we were watching yes. that? Yes, and I, I thought I thought the police interaction was was 
was better than what we see in real life. You know what I mean? Because they're like, mm-hmm. you, you, you three, or you, whatever, you guys are big trouble. And they drive them to the payments, right? And mm-hmm. because these cops are, they actually know the people in the town, mm-hmm. right? I was super surprised last year when during like the uprising, like, and the awakening, like a lot, like just realizing that a lot of cops basically do not live in the communities that they police. Mm -hmm. They basically will drive out to, they'll go out to the suburbs. That's where they live. That's where they're from. And and then they drive into the city for their duty, Mm -hmm. right? And, you know, which is crazy, right? So they're taking their tax. They work, they work in the city. They get jobs in the city. Mm-hmm. They, they're policing people in the city. Mm-hmm. But then they take their tax money and they take it out to, you know, the, yeah. the property tax, rather. Yeah. They, they pay that connected Absolutely. to where they live, to the suburbs. And so they don't actually contribute, you know what I mean, like to, to the problems that actually are affecting kids in the city right mm-hmm. like bad schooling and so forth so these cops are, are basically just seen as invaders you know what i mean mm-hmm. they, they invade us in this movie it's very different that it's a, it's two black cops but not just and these these cops are like in touch with the community they know people mm. they are like you know they they're kind of <laughs> i love the scene where they're like i i used to like, where did you get those files? And he's like, I borrowed it. I was like, ah, busted. <laughs> busted. He just, he just confessed to a crime, you know? <laughs> and and I, I just thought that it was such a refreshing, like, like different perspective, mm-hmm. you know, to what we see a lot on TV when you, when you hear of places like Rochester, you mm. know, where it's like, it's like, you're not going to like pepper spray a nine-year-old kid that you know. That yeah. you go to church with. Yeah. That you like, you mm-hmm. see at the store when you're off duty, you're, you're right there in the store buying your drinks, buying your food at the same stores that they go to. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, but I feel like a lot of these cops, they are, they are invaders. They invade, basically. Mm-hmm. That's why they, they can distance their emotions in moments where they need, need empathy. That's why you're hearing a, a lot of shootings of people with mental health problems right and a cop gets called and then you hear like they put a duffel bag over someone you know you're mm-hmm. like what the hell like you guys did you not like think this is a bad thing to do like did you not like did your feelings not twitch not even a little bit i think a lot of it has to do with the fact that a lot of these cops have no connection whatsoever to the community mm-hmm. and so they they have no empathy so it kind of it, it gets bad it gets yeah really bad. yeah yeah. So I I love I loved their take on cops. Yeah. In this movie it was more like like not what we see. You yeah. Know, I'm sure it's there. I'm sure it's there. I'm sure, yeah. the cops that you know. But it's not the typical story that, that, that you talk hear. To people when they're on patrol. Um. But. Well, the police officer that comes through our neighborhood always makes a point to say hello to Shalom. Like. Right. He's stopped a couple times and, like, personally said hello to you. Right. <laughs> like, and we've even, like, mm. yeah, they usually stop and, like, say hi, which yeah. is which is nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely different in the suburbs. Like, it yeah, definitely right. is. Like, even right. when I was growing up, I still remember this, Officer Graham, he mm-hmm. was, like, the head of police for my town. Uh-huh. And he made a point to come to at least one assembly every year right. and talk to the students 
at school. Right. Because he wanted to make sure that he knew that all the kids knew that, like, he right. was a resource. Right. And not, like, an enemy. Right. Exactly. So it's like, that's what I, like, that's what I grew up. And it's mm. like, you know, you talk to other people from other towns. And granted, I grew up in a very small town. So, right. like, you also have that. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, at right. the same time, it's like, that was very fortunate of me mm. to, first of all, have... Uh, like a chief of police who found it so important mm. to be part of the community and yeah. to know children mm. and to to view himself as a resource. Mm. Like it's very fortunate. It's very fortunate. And not everybody, not everybody has that. Mm -hmm. Because I mean, the history of policing was just it wasn't. They weren't uh, brought about as a resource. Yes, you it know, wasn't brought were, about as a resource. used to oppress black people, mm -hmm. you know, to, to catch. slaves. It's like slave catching, mm -hmm. right? And then when when that was all done, they created these fraternities that basically uh, that built up to the KKK and so mm -hmm. forth. And and then one thing led to another, you know, like, so there's some tons of, like, white supremacy there. Yeah, which is... Which is a whole, a whole, that's a whole other lesson. topic, whole, whole history lesson. But this movie kind of like gives us a little, you know, perspective as to what it looks like to have where it's like kids are kids and they're doing their thing, but the cops treat them as kids. Mm -hmm. in, in any, yes. like, I mean, treat I thought of Tamir Rice, you know, mm -hmm. recently. I think it was the anniversary of his shooting, I think. Yes. A week, uh, a week ago. I think a week ago now. And, and yeah, like, kid shot by a cop you mm -hmm. know like and 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 the cop was just like let go of like wasn't well, no, was just like um acquitted right and mm -hmm. and that's something that it's like would you do the same thing if it was like a kid from the the, the community like would that even happen ever if it was like if, if the knew... cop was going to the schools and talking yeah. to the kid not talking down to them like actually interacting with the kids yeah. You know, the cop knows the parents. The cop knows everybody, you know. Um, yeah, it's it's actually sad mm -hmm. to think that, like, policing, it's, it's, so, it's so obvious that it's racist and it's used to oppress mm -hmm. people of color. And, yeah, so that's, that was something worth, like, something that was worth, like, observing and just, like, like wow, like, it was such a great take on yeah. policing. And what it could be. And what it could be, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely like that. Yeah. Did you have anything else you want to say about the movie? I thought I I like I thought I thought like like what we just said like the movie the movie is in a sense and um I don't know if, if it's metaphorical right it mm -hmm. it speaks to like gentrification mm -hmm. right and and not just gentrification but almost but also I mean there's a sense of violence there. Mm. Where it's like, uh, I don't, I don't know how exactly it applies. Like, I, th I think, I think, I think, I was reading a book that was talking about just how, you know, kids in the city, how black people in the cities are treated, and how mm. it's just this, this, it's a, it, it, it's intentionally made into like a wasteland, right? Mm. And a lot of black people die from what happens like in the cities mm -hmm. um hospitals right you talk about mm -hmm. hospitals and how black people a lot of black women die you know they say that you know black like doctors are to black women what police are to black men mm. you know and 
by by virtue of just the mistreat like mm-hmm. misdiagnosis mm-hmm. or like just like the horrible things that happen but not many people talk about all those things george floyd was a, like like and i'm not belittling his death i'm just trying to create an image right like people that people can hold on to he was the straw that broke the camel's back mm-hmm. right that means there were more more black people have died from policing like mm-hmm. a lot of black people mm-hmm. so when you see towns when you see people you know like end up like rioting and getting upset it's the community it'll be like they'll literally count for you the number of deaths that have happened Mm -hmm. to push them to that point yeah it's not just one moment that is like oh we don't really know what happened there like i mean george floyd we all know we saw it yeah we saw it Mm -hmm. on tv we saw it online and but what people don't understand is that they're not just protesting george floyd george floyd yes is the spark right Mm -hmm. ahmaud aubrey a spark brianna taylor a spark Right, and I mean, black women are not are not talked about mm-hmm. as 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 often. You know, when we talk about intersectionality, that's one. Black women are just like left out. Yeah. You know, even though cops also kill black women, right? Yeah. And so there are all these deaths that are piled on top of each other. All these deaths that that when George Floyd happened, that was just it, it was like that was like oh my gosh, this is the final straw. So. So I think that's just something that, like, when you see in this movie, it's like, because there's this idea, they're like, yeah, we can just kill you guys. Yeah. And no one will care. We yeah. just We're going to just, like, suck your blood, throw you, you know, and people can can complain, but you're in the city. No one cares. No mm-hmm. one really cares about you guys. Yeah. And I think that is something that is, should, like, I think a lot of white people need to think about that, like, mm-hmm. more. And just be like, hey... You need to understand, you have just arrived to the white people who are allies who say, hey, I'm not, I like, oh my gosh, I saw what happened to George Floyd. I need you to take a step back and realize that, hey, we've been like, like I mean, I, I say we because I'm black, but, you know, I moved here seven years ago. But black people in America have been experiencing this level, this, um, this, uh, this type of, this, of, of oppression, mm. murder beatings like embarrassing searches they have been experiencing it for a long time a very long time like hundreds of years for like i mean since slavery yeah it's it's never hundreds of years it's never stopped and so they only got more if you go if you go into the city if you go into the city and you talk to black people in the community and say hey can you name five other people who died the way george floyd died i'm sure they can just like offhand go like Mm -hmm. yeah oh my gosh i and a lot of them, it's people that they know. It's relatives. It's mm-hmm. friends. It's it's people that they went to school with. And that that is something that we we ought to take that step back, right? It's like George Floyd was was he was was like such a it was life changing. His death was was just horrible, horrible to watch, and it moved the whole nation. Uh, I just wish that it happened, like, n- like in terms of the the moving, the awakening of the nation. I mm-hmm. wish that it happened earlier, yeah, before many black people died, yeah. But people just think, yeah, it was just George Floyd, and that was it. But it's because you haven't been watching, you haven't been caring. So black people have been getting killed, 
and mm-hmm. nobody's just really cared. And I think this movie actually represents that. Wow. You know, it's yeah. true. It's true. You, you know? see all those it's flyers yeah, on it, the, like, yeah. they have all the missing people flyers everywhere. Right. And they're just in the background. It's just like a silent yeah, kind of nod to the fact that all yeah. these people have been dying. Yeah. They're just missing. It's not an exaggeration. Yeah. You know, it's actual real, the, like a real, like real life. Mm-hmm. Like black people mm-hmm. in America have really been like oppressed and like... Yeah. Murdered. Just murdered. We and might have mentioned this before, but there is a blackish episode that I would definitely suggest watching mm. where one of Bo's white relatives it is Cousin like Greg, yeah. Yeah, he's like really becoming an ally and and Dre starts to get really annoyed with him because mm. he's not willing to make the sacrificial steps. Right. So right. yeah, like being an ally mm. you know it's more than just like telling yeah. people like stop being racist like yeah. there there's actually things that we can do as white people yeah um yeah to that literally demand sacrifice and it's like mm. it's the things that um that mm. other <laughs> that like black people have had to do their whole life mm-hmm. if they wanted mm-hmm. to have freedom basically mm-hmm. it's, but it's things like you know having if you live in a city, like not sending your kid to a charter school, yeah. like having them go to public schools yeah. so that some of that wealth yeah. and resources start getting into those schools. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like it's a sacrifice because, you mm. know, your kid's not getting as good of an education. But it's like yeah. the fact that you're sitting there going like, oh, if my kid goes to public school, they're mm. not going to get as good an education. Like then, you know, something's wrong. You know something is wrong. You know something's wrong. Yeah. And again, these are hard. These are hard decisions because you know what, Shalom and I don't have kids. Like I don't have mm-hmm. that to think about. Like mm-hmm. I know the amount of like time and resources that was poured into me, right, to get me the education, to get me into the job that I have, right. You know, right. So it's like right. it's like I get it. Yeah, like, I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, these are those are the things that you need to think about when you mm-hmm. when you're talking about being yeah. an ally. Yeah, yeah, and I like I like how it ends. You know, like oh, the, 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 whole, the whole group whole community like fights back. And yeah, they kind of stand up, and I, I like, like the two girls who just walk into the fight. Just, <laughs> They're like <laughs> texting. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool. You know, that was cool. Like I, 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 I love, I love that. I love that. You know, it's it's a very. It's something that I mean we've watched it a few times and yeah. we we actually enjoy watching it. It's like, I enjoy it. It's, it's definitely, I think it's on our Halloween yes, list now. I was gonna right? say it's and, on our Halloween list now. It will probably forever. I'm so like excited. Like this is now on our Halloween list. Mm-hmm. We now also have we have Jingle Jangle on our Christmas list. Like yes. it's exciting to have these like a lot more variety of we'll get stories. Get out too. Mm, yeah. Don't oh, get out scares me. I yeah. can't just watch that one. And us. Oh, Ooh. can't just watch that one either. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you, please. Oh, like, gosh. we do horror to, like, support specific <laughs> people, but, like, it, that's not, like, a casual viewing. Like, this is more mm. of a casual viewing movie. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, I do want to throw out one other thing that I was just thinking about that I thought was cute. Uh-huh. Um, I really loved the um, the holy water um balloons water balloons (laughs) that was so cute yeah that was like it's so creative though like you know what level that is that was like when lucas in stranger things was with the fireworks (laughs) right and i was like i'm like what a little kid idea that's so cute (laughs) 
Over, yeah, overall, I thought, like, I loved the... Um, also, you know what else I really liked about this that I yeah. don't think movies often do well is use of cell phones. Use of cell phones. Use of cell phones yes. was very well done yes. in this movie. Yes. Use streaming, of technology. Lots of, like, yes. lots of streaming. streaming. Which is the world we live in. It, yeah, like, the video... I love when like, they try to take the video of the vampire. Nothing's on the, nothing's on yeah. the video. Yeah. Like, all of that stuff. Really well, really, really I would, well done. I would watch the video before I shared with the people. You know what I mean? Like I'll be like, let me watch the video again, make sure everything with is there. Twelve year old, you do that? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Twelve year old, I'm, 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 I was paranoid growing up. Like I'll be like, okay, let me make sure I'm not like <laughs> making a fool of myself. <laughs> you know, let me actually like check this out. <laughs> uh. All right, so this is a, this is a short one, so yeah. we're gonna we're gonna ra- ra- round this up. Um, yeah, so this is fun. Yeah, I'm enjoying this. It's definitely a good time. So next week we're doing Bad Hair. Um, that one Bad is hair. on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Um, so that one is the there's this. Um, if you haven't seen it, there's a woman who's trying to like move up within mm. her business. I think it takes place in the is it the 80s or 90s. It seems like late 80s, early 90s. I, I couldn't yeah, really I couldn't, tell. I, I, um, I've, I haven't thought of that. Yeah. But in order for her to do that, she needs to get a weave, and this weave mm. is a like cursed weave, essentially. It's alive. I hate it's alive. alive. Like it sucks it, blood it's too. like witch. It's, a, it's like a witch witch hair or something mm, like that. It's something very it sucks blood. Yeah, it was. It's a wild movie. Um, yeah, it's wild. It's so wild. <laughs> but it's good. So uh, very good, very good. We enjoyed good. it. Um, but yeah. at some points, you're like, "What am I watching right now?" <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> it it moves close to that point, like that yeah. horror point. Like yeah, it moves not too close, but like it it's it's close to to our our like edge. It's close to bit. our edge. Yeah, where close. we're like, I can only watch this once. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, cool. Thank you so much for joining us on this nerdy journey. We'll see you next week.